Hello everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and welcome to Plain Market Talk, where I will provide a straightforward interpretation and analysis of current market news based on my background as a retired Wall Street stockbroker with almost 50 years of experience. And I will also provide business lessons to help you become much more successful with your personal finance, trading, and investments. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bell. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today's Friday, January 14, 2022. Okay, markets had a mixed day. We'll see what's going on there. Uh, Netflix shot up uh, on news of a price increase. Uh, see what causes that. That's the concept of price elasticity, so I'll explain what that is. Dogecoin uh, crypto stock up over 10% today. Let's take a look at what's happening there. Vaccine stocks are taking a hit today. Uh, Apple may be delaying its long-rumored virtual reality headset. Apparently, they're running into some technical issues. And we'll see what else is going on and what is up for next week. All right, so as far as the markets, uh, yeah, markets had a mixed day. They were actually down most of the day slightly. Uh, nothing nothing too earth-chattering. What happened, we had earlier today, we had the first of the earnings reports coming out from the big banks that I mentioned. And they, they were somewhat mixed. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, we also had a weaker than expected retail sales report. Probably nothing too much to worry about there. But anyway, but the markets did bounce back at the end. So we had at the end of the day, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 0.56%. So about down, about down about half a percent. Now, S&P 500 up 0.08%, so slightly up. And the NASDAQ composite up 0.59%. All right, so we had three big banks report their numbers this morning. Uh, JP Morgan came in a little bit under expectations, also made some comments that they are running into issues with increased labor costs. Uh, and they, they uh, did give some guidance to possibly lower than expected numbers going forward. So that's stock, at least next quarter. So that's stock symbol JPM uh, for JP Morgan. Uh, they were down 6.15%. Okay, um, we also had a similar situation with Citigroup. Their symbol is simply C, like Charlie or Citigroup. Uh, a little bit weaker than expected earnings. Uh, they were down 1.25%. But on the other side, Wells Fargo, WFC, uh, William Frank Charlie, uh, they came in with better than expected earnings. So they were up almost 3.7%. All right, so we had that. Um, yeah, we had a retail sales report came in, consumer spending in stores for uh, the month of December, showed that the numbers were down 1.9% versus the expected down 0.1%. I wouldn't be too worried about that, though. Part of that might have been, you know, when Omicron was first uh, getting into the news, people might have stayed away um, from retail stores, pulled back on buying. Uh, also could have been weather issues. So uh, nothing too too big there. We look, we look more at trends there. All right, so let's talk about Netflix and this concept of price elasticity. Like, what is it? Okay, so Netflix stock... Their trading symbol is NFLX, like Netflix, Nancy, Frank, Larry, X-Ray. Okay, so they announced uh, late in the day, I don't know what time it was, maybe 2.30 or so, 
that they were raising their prices uh, $1 for the base monthly package, you know, from $9.99 to $10.99, and for that higher end uh, package by $2, $17.99 to $19.99, so $18 to $20 a month. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see, that was a 2.58 p.m. Eastern time. It looks like that news came out right about then. Stock was sitting at $515 a share, immediately shot up to $534.55. So uh, $515.55 actually to $535.55, up $20 a share. We're talking within minutes. And then uh, the stock did pull back some. Finished at $525.69, so up 6.49%. So basically, 515 to 535 shot up and then pulled back half of that to 525. All right, so what, why did investors run that stock up? Well, the bottom line is they know most people are not going to cancel their Netflix subscriptions over a $1 or $2 a month price increase. This is called price elasticity. And what that is, if you hear that term sometimes, they talk about it on TV, this is how sensitive is the demand for a product or service to a price change up or down. We'll use an example of a price increase. There are some products that if these companies raise their prices even a little small amount, they lose a pretty fair amount of sales quickly. And there's others like Netflix. They can raise their prices. It almost has no effect on demand. Uh, Disney's another one with Disney World as an example. They just keep raising their prices. I live here in Central Florida. Um, they just keep raising their prices, and it seems to have no effect at all. Theme parks are still jammed as always. Uh, you know, I, I hear people say sometimes, well, I don't go there. and uh, Nobody goes there to Disney World anymore because it's too crowded. Okay, got it. Uh, anyway, wh why is that? Uh, wh why can you know music artists raise prices for their tickets for concerts and you know, again and again, it seems to have no effect on demand. All right, here's here's why some things are price sensitive, some are not. If an item has an easy substitute, at least in the consumer's mind, then it's very price sensitive. An example, Ajax and Comet. For many people, even though they may have a favorite, it more, may be more out of habit than anything else, uh, but there's not that much of a difference. So if one of them raises their price, consumers just switch to the other one. So these companies are a little bit more limited as far as price increases. All right, so that, that's one. If there's an easy, see, but for a lot of people, there is no easy substitute in their minds for Netflix because of the content. No easy substitute in their minds for Disney World or going to their favorite music concert. So in these cases, prices uh, can be raised without that big a drop in demand. There's always gonna be limits, but anyway. So that's one, availability of an easy substitute or non-availability. Uh, another one is how big a portion of your budget is it? See, for Netflix, for many people, $10, $20 a month, it's not their major part of their budget. So, you know, the price increases again, uh, they can get away with it. But a good example would be, uh, if you were, you know, were really hungry and you go in this building and there's this cracker machine, you know, sells those yellow, you know, toasty, uh, those orange toasty cracker things, and you're used to paying a dollar for it, but you're really hungry and now it's a dollar twenty-five, you're probably going to do it, even though it's a twenty-five percent price increase because it's not that big a portion, uh, uh, you know, of your uh, income. 
However, if you had an automobile you had your eye on, it was $40,000, suddenly it went up to 50, 25% increase, you, you may then hold off on that. Uh, but if you're making millions of dollars a year, you've won Powerball or something, you really want the car, so what? You probably buy it anyway, because it's not that big a portion of your income. So that's a second one, a substitutes portion of income. Uh, and then the third one is consumers do tend to get used to price increases over time. You know, we see that with cigarettes, uh, with smokers, you know, the price goes up, they grumble about it, and then they get used to it. So those are some of the factors uh, with, with price elasticity. All right, so moving on, what else we got going on here? Let's see what else we got. All right, so Apple. All right, Apple has a long-rumored virtual reality headset where they will compete directly with Oculus, uh, you know, uh, Facebook's company, on the Quest 2. Okay, so... There's now rumors that that, rumors where it was coming this year, it's still May, but now the uh, stories coming out uh, are that it's probably going to be delayed till the end of this year, may even be into next year. Uh, says here, Apple has never publicly confirmed work on the headset, but analysts believe this is their next big uh, product. They said that apparently it's being hampered now by overheating issues, camera and software. So we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, this is Bloomberg saying they don't think it'll be out to the end of this year at the earliest. Um, there's been some talk about the price. Uh, I've seen numbers that, oh, it's going to come out at $2,500, $3,500, $4,500. Probably not. Apple has been quietly telling suppliers that they do expect to send, sell 10 million units within the first year of release. And they're not going to do that with a $3,000 headset, particularly when a Quest Oculus 2 or MetaQuest, they call it now, is only $300. Um, most more than likely, the numbers I've been hearing is it'll probably come out possibly $1,000 or less. So it's up there, but not probably to thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, so we'll see. Supposedly it's high, it will be high resolution, really a lot going on with it. All right. So like a lot of Apple stuff, you know, expensive, but they do, they do give you a lot. All right. So we have that. Uh, what else we got going on? Um, yeah, Dogecoin, uh, the cryptocurrency. Sometimes people pronounce it doggy coin, and I've even called it that on occasion. But anyway, um, Okay, they were up today. This is a low-priced cryptocurrency. If any of you need uh, information, by the way, on cryptocurrencies, what are blockchains, crypto mining, go back and check out my session on August 3rd of last year. I covered it in detail, but I'll cover it again. Some more stuff going forward. Anyway, they were up 10.17% today to 19 cents per unit, 19.19. Uh, I guess uh, Tesla announced they're going to start um, you know, allowing this to be used for purchases of Teslas and accessories and so forth. All right, so keep an eye on that. Um, we had the uh, vaccine stocks taking a hit today uh, with the Supreme Court ruling that the uh, Biden administration mandate that companies over 100 employees have to require everybody to be vaccinated. Supreme Court said they were probably overstretching on that. Now, a lot of companies are still going to do it. Uh, because, you know, as private companies, they can have their own mandates, but it's not a federal uh, mandate. So anyway, uh, so what happened, so, a few of, some of the uh, vaccine stocks were taking a hit earlier. Pfizer down 1.06%, PFE is their symbol, Paul Frank Edward. Uh, 
Novavax, uh, let's see, they were NVAX, Nancy Victor Apple X-ray, down 1.4%. Moderna, uh, MRNA, Mary Ralph, Nancy Apple, down 2.6%. Uh, Johnson & Johnson, uh, probably not as affected, no, down 0.55% because it's a smaller part of their company. All right, so... See what happens there. That, those are probably going to be some plays with these vaccine stocks going forward. So, uh, one other thing too: Arkansas, state of Arkansas, it says it's offering remote tech workers ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin to move there. I've talked about some, I've talked about this on previous sessions, but you know, as we continue to move towards remote work for many positions, possibly permanently for some, uh, you're seeing more and more cases of small towns, communities, this case, an entire state beginning to offer cash incentives to move there. You know, the, the certain workers, you know, that work in positions that you, know, you can work from home, usually the commitment is you'll stay for at least a year, then they'll give you the money. Uh, but yeah, you may see more of that going forward. You know, the idea we bring in people with, you know, pretty high incomes generally, uh, working from home, you know, they, they um, that would uh, benefit the local economy, just spending money and just everything else. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. You may see more of that coming. All right, so what do we got uh, coming up uh, for next week? All right, so next week's going to be a pretty busy week. Uh, we've got um, a pretty busy week. What we've got is earnings season. More and more companies are now going to be releasing earnings. So next week, we have Goldman Sachs reporting, Bank of America Procter & Gamble, Netflix will be reporting next week. Uh, so let's get a look. We got some economic reports. The inflation reports that came out the last few days were in line with market expectations. So nothing um, too earth-shattering with the market there. All right, so first of all, what's on for next week as we wrap things up here? Markets are closed on Monday for Dr. Martin Luther King Day. So just be aware of that, closed on Monday. On Tuesday, we have Goldman Sachs reporting earnings, Charles Schwab reporting earnings, Bank of New York, uh, Truist Financial, J.B. Hunt Transport. Yeah, these big transportation companies that move things around, market's going to be taking a look at some of these. You know, what is their talk about, you know, these backlogs and so forth. We'll talk about that more about that next week. So uh, let's see what else. That's on Tuesday. Wednesday, Bank of America is releasing their earnings, Procter & Gamble. Uh, investors look at that, United Healthcare, Morgan Stanley, U.S. Bancorp, Alcoa, big industrial company, Aluminum Company of America, United Airlines, Discover, uh, FNB Financials. Uh, we got quite a bit, State Street, Citizens. A lot of the financial firms come first with the earnings season. As I mentioned in the last session, earnings a little bit uh, straightforward to get together. Uh, we also have the housing starts numbers coming in on Wednesday for that. I guess that would be the month of December. Uh, Thursday, we got Netflix coming out, Travelers, Union Pacific, American Airlines, Baker Hughes, Fifth Third Bank, uh, CSX. Uh, we'll take a look at them, another big transportation company, Railroads. Uh, we also have the weekly uh, jobless claim numbers coming out, existing home sales. And on Friday, Ally Financial, ALY Financial, uh, Schlumberger's coming out, and Huntington Bank shares. Uh, and then what'll happen, you may not see a big movement on interest rates as we uh, begin to close things out here. We got the next Federal Reserve meeting coming up at the end of the month. That is January, uh, excuse me, February 
I believe that would be, um, it's the last week in uh, January. Sorry, I'm getting all mixed up here. I'm trying to see if it's first week of February. Last week of January. Next Federal Reserve uh, meeting is coming up. I believe that's the 25th and 26th, but I'll check that. Uh, and the markets will begin to focus on that. All right, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Hope everyone's doing well. Again, this is Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and I'll talk to everybody again soon. Take care. See you.